Hey podcasters, Josh here. I'm just out on a walk in between wiring up my new guitar pedal board actually. For those of you that don't know what a guitar pedal is, it's the little boxes that sit in front of a guitar player if you've ever seen one live or a bass player. Even singers and keyboard players, they all use versions of these now. And they let the instrument sound different or like another instrument, delays, echoes, sub-octave sounds, so adding like a bass note, all those types of things. And I dug my pedal board out of the cupboard for the first time in a couple of years the other day. And how this applies to podcasting? Some of those pedals, even really high-end boutique pedals that I haven't really used much or at all, I reckon it would have to be a decade for some of them. 10 years, I think 2013 was the last live show I used where I would have used a lot of those pedals. The band I was in at the time had a lot of crazy sounds going on. So I needed a lot of pedals to recreate the album that we just released at that time. But yeah, a couple of the pedals just were farting out. The input or output jack was crackly. Some of the control knobs are noisy when they weren't before. So maybe moisture or corrosion over time has affected those. So other than that being annoying and me having to try and find a pedal repairer in Australia, which I haven't had much luck yet finding someone that doesn't want to charge me more than what a replacement pedal of a similar kind would cost, it got me thinking, podcasters at all levels pull old gear out or unused gear when they're going to record something non-standard. Now I'll just wait for this car. Yeah, so when you're going to record a non-standard thing, just say you normally record interviews over the internet and it's just you and one guest. Maybe you've also got a small desk, like a mixing desk and a couple of dynamic mics, handheld mics, for the occasional time that you go and record in person with someone. So that's a desk, a power supply, cables, microphones, maybe an SD card in a recorder, maybe the desk itself, if it's, say, a roadcaster, records out to a computer or onto an SD card itself. So we need to be checking that all this stuff still works. You don't want to turn up in front of someone and have what appears to be a great-looking setup let you down and, maybe more importantly, embarrass you in front of someone, really just wasting their time and yours. So you need to make sure that you're checking these things. So plug everything in. Make sure that all the sliders, all the knobs, they're not noisy, that they actually work still, that they're not broken off, that you haven't accidentally thrown something on top of the mixer in the cupboard, forgetting that it was there. Or like what I did with these pedals, I had them in a storage shed, but I also had these pedals previously in a garage where the temperature changes dramatically, there's moisture changes, more so than maybe inside of the house. And it's easy to forget that you've even got some of this stuff sitting around until you need it or until you're ready to kick back into something like me as a guitar player. I went out to my storage shed and I found a couple of pedals one of which used to be my most used and favourite pedal 
a HBE Power Screamer, which for any guitar players out there is like a really fancy Tube Screamer type pedal, both inputs and the volume knob or the level knob were all crackly and the output jack essentially would just cut out for a second. So not particularly useful. And the fact that it cost me three times as much as what a normal Tube Screamer type pedal would cost didn't matter when I hadn't used it for 10 years and whatever was going on with the moisture level and the corrosion inside of that unit had degraded the functionality to the point where it was one of the best pedals I owned and now it's not on the board and I'm trying to find someone to fix it. So check your gear, check your little splitters for your headphones if you're going to have more headphones coming off that all the little ports in there work. What if you've got two sets of headphones that for whatever reason you haven't used in ages and the reason you stopped using them is because one of the cans had died and you're going to talk to someone about their new rock and roll album and you're going to listen to parts of it with them. It's going to be pretty awkward if you're trying to listen back to something with only half of the stereo field because you didn't check that your headphones worked. Gear just sitting around, particularly cables, they just degrade on their own. It's like the same thing when you put your keys, your car keys in your pocket and they twist themselves up so much you've got to be the friggin' Terminator to be able to untwist them. But cables, they just die through lack of use. They're almost like muscles. I'm not sure why because they're not organic but they just tend to die. So if nothing else, if you're in a rush, check your cables. And if you've got backups of things... Make sure that they're working. But what if they just don't work at all now? And you've got a backup that's non-functional. Or your backup recorder, you don't put an SD card in. Or you have all your backup stuff in the same box as your primary gear. And you leave the primary gear box behind. And you've then left your backups behind. So I know we're going a little bit off topic here from just degradation of equipment. It just has me thinking that a lot of the backups we put in place, if we do have them, they also need attention because a backup that's non-functional is completely pointless. So I'll leave you with that today, guys. Go check your gear. If you haven't used it in a while, it's worth doing even if you never use it again because you might want to sell it. You don't want to be thinking that maybe the Rodecaster OG that you put in the cupboard when you got the version 2 is still 100% good to bust it out six months from now and find out that, oh yeah, we were getting heaps of noise on the fader on channel one and two and the headphone port seems to cut in and out on the third headphone port. Like you want to make sure you're on top of that stuff if you do want to sell it. Righto guys, well that was meant to be a 30 second conversation which became not that, so I'm sorry about that. (laughs) My name's Josh and I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.